Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, Namaste, and welcome to Awaken Your Light Radio Show. My name is Karen Cressman. I am a multiversal shaman spiritual interpreter and self-empowerment coach. And I want you to really hear the interpreter part of that statement. And we did take it off on another tangent because I was just nudged by the wise ones to do that. It is becoming more and more clear to me that the reason I don't get as much guidance, or didn't used to before 2012, I couldn't really hear wisdom as well if I wasn't journeying as I do now. And what I'm very clear about is that when I go through the portal and into another dimension, I am free of the mind control technologies on earth. And that is what has allowed me to distinguish the difference. Before that, we can be, if we're on the planet, we can be influenced by the mind control devices and beings who pretend to be something they're not. It's so clear to me when I listen to some channelers and they things that I am crystal clear unconditional love and light beings that I talk to would never say they will never tell you what to do or what you have to do I've never ever heard God especially say that to me he always questions me and he always provides me possibilities and potential outcomes but I'm never told what to do. So I want to say all of that, and that's why I'm so adamant to say that I'm an interpreter. Now, yes, I interpret things through my filters, and I'll be the first to own that, and it is the reason why I started this work in 2002, and the wise ones wouldn't come to me until 2008. And when I asked them why, they said, because we had to know that your ability to interpret us was pure and that you would bring forth messages of love. And you've proven over and over and over that you won't deliver something that's disempowering. I'm really adamant about that. And I've heard so many spiritual teachers and, and channelers say, hey, I'm just the messenger. And that is so not in alignment with my heart, my beliefs, and my training. I will only interpret it if I can bring it forth in an empowering way. If I can turn it around to something that has a silver lining. 
if I can give somebody the intentionality from the message that will cause them to feel better and more expansive about who they are and the light being that they already exist as. It's, it's very interesting to me, and I've had to really powerfully state that intentionality over and over and over again. There is a distinction between a channeler and an interpreter. Yes, I still have filters. Yes, what I interpret things as comes through the, the little girl who grew up in the country and was raised Lutheran and, and has experienced many life and businesses and cultures and um, expressions and, and, and stage, I want to say stage theatrical uh, growth. Because as an actress, believe it or not, I was somebody who, they, the training that I got literally took me apart piece by piece. I had to undo Karen to be able to recreate another character. In doing that, I learned what an emotional thought causes in a physical reaction. Fascinating. Fascinating. That taught me an ability to interpret that's beyond most people, if you haven't had that training. So those are my filters. And I believe that the reason I've been through around the the block, so to speak, so many times in so many directions and so many angles give me this ability to interpret. I just listened to something recently that um, the door, actually, he's, he's um, always been involved in helping with the show, Passed forward to me. It's called Meet Arl. It's A I R L. I believe is the correct spelling. It is a journal of the nurse who was involved in interpreting the information that came forth from the living survival survivor of the Roswell crash in 1947. And it's interesting, I listened to that, and I was so mesmerized by it. And I shared it with a friend, and he said, wow, this feels like truth. And I kind of went, yes, it does. What she shared about our world and how we arrived here, and I've heard multiple, multiple uh, secret space program people call this the prison planet. And she explains all of it in detail and, and how our biological forms were developed. And it just so resonated as truth to me. One of the things she talks about is how many souls get stuck here because of the mind control. And our minds are wiped between lifetimes, and that's not the case in the dominion where she's from. And I guess that's what led me to talk about the whole interpretation thing. You really, really have to 
have a strong intention that you only want to hear love, well, unconditional love. You only want to hear the truth of unconditional love. And you will only bring forth messages of love. It's interesting. It's very interesting. So they took me in that tangent. Uh, wise ones, <laughs> what was that about? It's part of the equinox and the balance that's coming forth for all of you. It's part of what we're going to talk about. So thank you, Karen, for honoring that. Okay, they're telling me they want me to uh, just give you the other details. Basically, the next show coming up, October 7th, is going to be the Andromeda Council update. I sent out a newsletter yesterday with the radio show updates on it, and I don't know what October 14th is yet. I, that, I just couldn't get an answer on that. So that's an unknown at this point. We'll see what comes forth for October 14th show. And, um, you know, if any of you have ideas, email me, karen at karencressman.com. I thought about maybe doing many divination journeys again. Uh, if there's something you want to hear or a spiritual being you want to have information from or an opportunity to talk to, let me know. I would really be, um, I would welcome any insights or comments that you guys want to make. Karen at KarenCressman.com. And there you go. The website's KarenCressman.com. If you haven't signed up for newsletters, I'll be bringing out another WOW, Wise Ones Wisdom newsletter next week. And for anybody in the Pennsylvania area, I will be at the Empower Holistic Light Expo in Oaks, Pennsylvania, <clears throat> I will be doing angel card readings on Saturday the 29th from 10 to 6. And I will be doing a Wise One's Wisdom show live and in person on Sunday at 1030. And they gave us the huge room, the transform room. Isn't that not perfect? The Wise One's really, they really got that going this year. The transform room. And I'll be doing a light language toning uh, meditation as well. So it's really exciting. I'm so excited to be able to do that in person with people. So if you're in the area, you can uh, contact me. You can go to Facebook, Karen Cressman Spiritual Interpreter. I just posted the event there with the details and information, how to get tickets, what the address is, all that good stuff. And you can also sign up for the newsletters. For those who have given a subscription or a, a contribution, bless you, bless you, bless you. I, every time I receive that notification, I send prayers and love to all of you and ask the angels to fly with you. So thank you for that very much. All right, wise ones, what do you want turning to be today? Tumly balance. How do I tumly balance? All righty then. They love to play on words, don't they? Got it. <clears throat> How do I comely balance? Hey, 
Than I expected. Thank you, wise ones. Wow. I hope that felt as good to all of you as it did to me. Alrighty. Wise ones, how do we autumn our equinox? Or equinox, wait, equinox our autumn. Whichever. What in the blazes is autumn your equinox? What are you talking about? Oh, you always get me tongue twisted with all these things. Yes, we do that on purpose. Catches your attention. How else can we get you if we don't catch your attention? And we don't mean to get you. That's not the purpose of all this. You all know that. We will remind you again and again and again. That's the reason we make you laugh, the reason that we get you smiling, the reason we have care and tone, it's all to up your vibration, get you out of the rutted wheel that so many of you are demanded to run every day. Yes, we see it. It's a, Karen calls it the rat race wheel. You're all... Just shuffling, step by step by step by step by step. And what's next, what's next, what's next, what's next, what's next, what's next, what's next. Okay, enough, guys. I can't say that anymore. (laughs) It doesn't feel good to say it again. So, exactly, exactly. The wheel is a, a, a rat race next step that's not comfortable. We get it. We get it. Yeah. Um, as much as we're over here now and we're in the light and we've become, a, a, in essence, a light form, we walk that planet. We know. We get you laughing. We get you upbeat. We get you smiling because it raises your vibration. And in that vibration, you can receive loving wisdom. We're going to keep reminding you of that. That's the reason. And the reason we also want to remind you of that is how can you intuit from your guides and angels 
and us light beings over here on this side, if you keep yourself with head down running that wheel every day, you can't. You're not in a vibratory place to be able to receive loving wisdom. Please, 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 for your own good, please find a way to shift. And yes, it would be wondrous if you could all sit and meditate for an hour. We we laugh when we hear people say that on your planet. Like you have to meditate every day for an hour. Like yeah, right. They what? It, yeah, they're obviously not running that wheel. Trying to get enough sleep to get through the next day. We get it. We get it. So what we're going to offer you is find a way that you can take those, what we we said before, three deep breaths. Breathe in. Ah. Breathe in. Ah. Breathe in. Ah. Get yourself grounded in a new way. When you do that, ask for the truth. Ask your question. Ask for the wisdom and the guidance. It can be that simple. It can be at a red light. Karen has her little trick where she hits her heart chakra. I am one with the unconditional, uncompanying, loving light of all that is. And then she feels God embrace her. And it's from that place that she can pull in the wisdom and the answers. Or she can at least Ask from the right vibration. Even if you can't get yourself there long enough to hear, you ask from the vibration which will bring you the information and then know, no, 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 you're going to get the answer. And ask yourself to be consciously aware of the answer. It can be that simple. The blessing is, this new energy that's coming in, this autumn equinox energy, is a more powerful vibration. Now, that can knock you off kilter or on kilter. And we're hoping to bring forth the information today that will get you on kilter. And here's why. As these energies are coming in, and they're pushing, 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 pushing people to see the light, to feel the higher vibration. They're pushing everybody, and they're pushing buttons. And depending on what buttons you still have that are source spots, they're the buttons that are going to be pushed. And as Karen brought forth on some of the other shows, be aware that there's a lot of support coming from off planet to help keep peace on the planet. Because there's a lot of people with buttons that are being pushed that would not be healthy for all of you, especially Earth. So, so, your buttons are being pushed. 
And thank goodness that most of you listening are allowing those buttons to be pushed to consciously bring awareness to what's next to let go of and heal. We're talking to the audience that is doing the work. So let's say this. Be kind and compassionate for those who don't get it. Hold the field. Hold the space. You are capable of that. The same as you can hold the space for yourself, you can hold it for others as well. Very important. When you get to that space of taking that deep breath, or finding some way, I am one with my source, I am one with, Karen's other one is, I am one with all my light aspects. I align with all my light aspects. Get whole and complete. And then send love to the planet. You know, it, it can take a minute. The vibrations are there to support you, to have that happen in a thought process. When you get your vibration high enough, okay, the real key here, that's the real. You want to autumn your equinox, okay, you've got the autumn energy coming in. The autumn energy is powerful. It's on point, it's on target. It is sending the wind energy to the vibrational energy to the point of contact. Think about how autumn works. Autumn comes in and you've got um, all the wind that, that drops the leaves off the trees, right? And that's what makes the leaves fall so that they can nourish the roots again and those roots are going to take the fall and the winter to get nourished by all the nutrients they're getting from their leaves and they're going to grow to support the new growth of the spring all right there's bottom line okay how does that affect you at least on the western half of the planet the eastern half in spring mode They're starting to blossom. But here's the thing. Western can support Eastern. Eastern can support Western when you get the balance, the equinox of it. So you're nourishing roots. You've got a wind that comes in, blows everything off the the branches. Well, that is exactly what the energy is doing to you. It's hitting the point to say this needs to be released. 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 Those are your leads. And you've got to release them, and you've got to find the nourishment in them. Look at all those opportunities, all those things as, how did I grow? Look for the silver lining. You know, a lot of people could look at it and say it's a dead leaf. The earth. And the tree's roots go, wow, nourishment, thank you. They don't look at it as dead. They look at it as nourishment. Everything in life can be looked at that way. You can look at what was wrong about it or you can look at what's right about it. 
Look for the nourishment. That's how you autumn your equinox, your balance, your new balance in this new flow of energy. Look for the blessing. Look for the nourishment. It's just another way to say what we've been saying before. Now, when you do that, when you look for the nourishment, when you take that in and you send it out to the world, what did you just do? You supported the whole Eastern Hemisphere with their growth. Energetically, that's what you do. That is the cycle of the cosmic web of earth and energy. You support all growth when you find the nourishment of the experience. And likewise, they're over there, you guys on the Eastern Hemisphere, you're over there taking that nourishment that you're being fed and you're out expressing yourself and expanding yourself and looking for more ways to love, which then sends that wave of energy back to feed the Western Hemisphere. How to autumn your equinox? There's your new balance. When you get this flow, you will understand not only how to support your world, Earth, you will support your entire galaxy, your entire universe, and yourself, who is one with all of it. Because as you see and feel this new balance, as you get how to take the old and find nourishment in it, you will feed the new. And it is that old nourishment that is the It's the vitamins, it's the minerals, it's the nutrients that gives you the strength to create the new. Truly gives you the strength. If you haven't read Karen's newsletter, Cinderella, from two months ago, go back and read that. It's really quite profound. We brought forth the wisdom of what that annealing does for you. What taking those those leaves and finding the nourishment of them, all the things that happen to you in life, when you find the nourishment, it is the annealing that happened. It is the pounding and the molding and the searing of the new layers of metal that give the strength to the sword. It's what gives the strength to your soul. It's what's causing you to wake up and remember yourself. And if you really want to wake up and remember, go find the the link to meet Ariel. And it's a YouTube video, and it's the journal the personal journal of the woman who was the nurse and who telepathically got the wisdom from Ariel, the 
survivor of the Roswell, Roswell crash. Um, ones, you're telling me to post that on Facebook? Okay. I'm going to post that on the Facebook page. So you can go to Karen Crescent Spiritual Interpreter and catch that link. Got it. Will do. I'll also put it on Twitter, on my Twitter account. Karen Christman, uh, Spiritual Interpreter Twitter account. Got it, got it, got it. All righty. Okay. Wise ones. We're ready for questions. I have a feeling it's all going to wrap up through questions. Okay, guys. So, I do have some hands up. Let me get the computer back up. You know, I've done a million things to stop it from shutting down, and none of them work. All right. So anybody who has a question, please call 347-838-8024 and hit 1 to raise your hand. So, okay, we have 603. I know who this is. Yeah, of course you do. Love, love, and blessings to all. This is Mark from Healing for Inner Peace and the Andromeda Council shows. Good morning. What question do you have for these zany guys? <laughs> well, um, uh, what's interesting is even before you started the show, I really had some ideas, which they more or less went over, which is the transition energetic from what 2018 has, bringing that to closure and moving on to the new energies in 2019. So they kind of wrapped up what it is in for 2018 and then moving forward into 2019. Because as you you know, working with the energies for our own individual and collective growth, evolution, um, transition, which right now is a major transition period for for all of us, like they touched on the galactics coming in in more direct ways to our mentors and so forth, the new technologies that they're going to be bringing in the to improve. Mark, you're going life. in and out on us. I'm sorry. You're um, going in and out on us like there's a tunnel. Oh, okay. So it's not going to record okay. right. Um, say again? All right. Um, okay. Basically, moving forward with the energies and systems of 2018 to the new energies of 2019. Okay. So moving forward to the new energies of 2019... Tell you what, can you call back in? Yes, yes. Okay, I'll catch you the next. I have another caller, so I'll I'll catch you after that one. Okay. Thanks, bye. Okay, we've got 111. Hi, namaste. Oh, did you have your hand up? Hi. Hi, Karen. Hi. Hello. Hello. No, I was. Uh, I was. You were just listening. listening. Wait. No, no, no. I. I thought maybe later I would wait until somebody else was um, new to the show that wanted to speak with you. Oh, 
And um, now, I'm really enjoying um, the analogy of the leaves because um, I am always saying it to my gardener friends. Um, like clear the land underneath all of the trees that drop the leaves because they nourish and replenish um, and also feed the insects and things like that. So that was really good. And when you were talking about the um, video that you had just watched or the show, I was sitting there mm-hmm. going, oh I, oh, I have to tell her to put it on Facebook. I have to tell her. So when the wife said <laughs> that, I <laughs> they got my message. <laughs> so um, wise ones. I would like to have um a question about um reflection on um it's it's in relationship to myself and my daughter. Um there was a lot of things that we went through during the uh, those other eclipses that hit us very hard and her emotions were quite strung, you know, much more strung out. But I also know that um, through sort of anger and and um, confronting and, and voicing and and just you know yelling at the world, it also reflects um, change within your soul. Do you, because. I I can see something's out of balance. She may not be able to see it in that reflection right now, but it may come to her. Um, so anything that you can reflect on that, because it was a co-creation. I'm not saying it was one-sided, but being a parent, um, I kind of have reflected that over the years, I put up with a lot of that because there was no... In parenting, there's always a triangle between the mother, father, and daughter or child. And being a single parent, there was never really that other support system to counteract in a conversation. Like, well, that's really not how you're seeing it or anything like that. So it was always just a one-way conversation. So this question might reflect on single parenting because... um, Another friend of mine said that to me as well, that out of everything she's ever been through from cancer to whatever, parenting, being a single parent, was the hardest. So um, I don't mean it being in, in hard. I just mean it in how do you um, balance that out, whether it's me, her, or her journey, or just allowing her journey. That's what I'm doing right now. There's probably five questions. questions. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. No, really, the bottom line you're asking about is balance. And and it's a good point because of the eclipses. Everybody was so out of balance and so thrown from all of that that – that is why it's so critical. You've, you've just kind of really expressed for us why it's so critical to find a new balance and why we wanted to create this show to bring forth a new balance for everyone, or at least a place to look for it if you haven't found it already. So it is a whole other conversation to talk about the triangulation that happens between a father, mother, daughter, or, or child, father, mother, child. It's a whole other conversation in that triangulation. 
And we can say that whether it's a triangulated pattern of communication or a point-to-point, which is what you experience, you will have balance and non-balance. Either way, you're going to have issues on both sides of the spectrum. So if we look at your situation and your daughter right now, the good news is, that when you're depressed, you are deactivated from your spirit. It's when you're the furthest away from feeling your spirituality. Anger is a step towards finding it. So the good news is, is that she's not shut down. And the reason there's so much anger on the planet right now is because so many people have been pushed, their triggers have been pushed that they're angry. And anger is when you feel like a victim. So you have to know what you feel victimized about in order to get beyond it. So the good news is that she is not stopped. She's in the process. She's finding what the upsets are so that she can then find a new understanding and balance. It's sort of like she's in the process of being annealed. She's in the process of being dipped in the hot metal and pounded. Dipped in hot metal, pounded. But it is through this process that she is getting annealed with strength to know who she is and who she isn't. What she wants and what she doesn't want. Right. Um, Karen and the Wise Ones, that was my conclusion that I came to um, a few weeks later. I mean, because I was caught in the eye of the storm. Um, And so I reflected on that, what you were just saying, that that's part of her growth as well, of having those explosions. Um, You know, because it's almost like when it's when it suffocates you inside, like you're saying, it depresses you. And and when you release it in, in any form, you actually throw it out there in the world so that you can look at it from that perspective. Do you see it when it's outside of you? You can actually see it more. Um, and so that's just what I'm focusing on for her and, and myself and allowing very good, because it is the people that you trust the most to continue loving you, you're going to spew it at. Because you trust that you can spew your yuck at those people, and they'll still be there for you. She'll hold it in around other people. Most people oh, will. Geez. They're going there's a really interesting. Um, yeah, there was a really interesting little art, um, chapter I wrote sort of once before about parenting that children really do come home and dump on your doorstep because they're so overly controlled in keeping everything from the school system, from friendships, from people that I used to experience that with her a lot. Um, 
And if people actually saw the reflection of some of the things that I've experienced, they wouldn't even believe it was true. And um, because that was her safety net. There was no rejection from it. And um, right. I used to have this little saying sometimes that I used to say, I have to go and take the trash out. One day she said, you don't have any trash in your hand. And I said, I know. I just need to go out and pretend to throw away what I want to say to you because it's yours. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not really... Instead of me right. reacting to her, I would just take myself outside and just throw it away <laughs> um, instead of holding on to it. So that was one of the reflections that I found, Karen, for myself is that if I hold on to it, I can't carry on with my own joy um, because I'm reflecting too much in, in her unhappiness in this moment, which will pass because it always does. So that was the lesson for me because I found that um, as a parent, you become the, that sponge as well and absorbing it. It's almost like you know when you listen to too much trash from people all around you or their dramas, you can take it on too much. You know, you fill up your own trash can. Um, so I'm kind of trying not to be involved in that because, you know, she's an adult now. And, you know, she has a life as an adult. So um, anyway, that's how I felt because I, I really want to get on with my creation, you know, and my joy. And you just explained perfectly in an example what we mean by you can look at that leaf as something dead and garbage or you can look at it as something that's a nutrient. You are looking at your daughter's experience as a nutrient and not garbage. There's the distinction right there is a perfect example. Thank you. Oh, and thank that's, you for that compliment. Thank you. You're welcome. That's the opportunity for everyone listening. That's what the eclipses brought up. They brought up all of this garbage for people to spew out the trash. And now the key is to look at it as a nutrient opportunity, as a strengthening tool, and move forward. Thank you, Tricia. Well, Tricia, now I know why I clicked on you and your hand wasn't up. What happens when, when Mark hung up, the, I clicked as the thing moved. So I thought I was clicking on the other caller and it clicked on you instead. It's, yeah, it's one of those. But this is why we needed that piece of information. Thank you so much. Oh, and I'm glad you've come to peace with it. I, Very great. You know what? I, I had to because I felt that yes. um, it, it was a reflection of many years of this, Karen, is that I stopped sharing some of my excitement with my daughter because I hate to say it, but it would be that killjoy of making me feel less because she was feeling less in herself. And so instead of sharing it, um, I just want to expose it to her 
that she finds it in the same way that any of my friends would find it on the web, if she wants to find it. You know, it's like, like, like saying, why don't you like my page that I wrote this book for? And, and instead, one day, she may decide that she does like to want to like my page, instead of questioning her, why don't you support me? Why don't you? Um, I don't do that, but in my mind, it's always there. Why don't you support right. what I do? Why don't, and, and now it's not important for me to have her support what I do. So that's my growth. Right. Yeah, it's a perfect opportunity and expression of how to rebalance ourselves. So thank you. Thank you, thank you. You have a fabulous day. Yes. Blessings. Blessings. All right. So I have, oh, we lost 267. Shucks. All right, I was going to come back to 267, but we've got, um, here's Mark back. Hello, Mark. Namaste. Love, line, blessings to all again. Now I can hear you. Good. Yeah, I rebooted the Good. phone. I mean, you know, well, pretty soon, as you know, we'll be getting new and better technology anyway, so that will be good. All right, basically, mm-hmm. I think what we were talking about is that the wise ones already touched on what's going on and energetically and so forth right now, because that's what I was thinking before the show started is, you know, we have the fall and then we have the winter and bringing closure to 2018, which we have a lot of transition energies and galactics and a lot of stuff going on over the next few months. And then taking all of that into closure and then rebirthing like through the, with the Phoenix to for 2019 moving forward. Um, what do they see personally for myself personally and professionally, as you know, that professional piece is moving forward. Um, and then over the next few months this year and in this transitional period, and then bring all of that forward through uh, the beginning of 2019. You are in a holding pattern, as are many. And part of that holding pattern that is happening on the planet right now is all of this adjustment. Uh, part of the holding, planet, the holding pattern is because of there's too many people holding on to the garbage, they're holding on to the trash. They're holding on to all of the wrongs. And they're not taking the time to find the rights, finding the nourishment. And that's what is holding up a lot of the new possibilities right now. So what there is for you to do, because you have created some wonderful new possibilities and you're really clear on your path and your journey and what's next for you. You've gotten that visualized very well and will support you and all others. Is, and, you, and you do this. We want to give you a new insight about it. <clears throat> Is to continue to support all beings in 
releasing their garbage. And you can do this through meditation and just see people just like tossing out bags of garbage, like just like just even pulling garbage. I'm, I'm seeing an image, Mark. It's not too pleasant, but they're pulling garbage bags out of their mouths that are filled and tossing them, like just pulling out the garbage out of their beingness. Um, and, and, and help them and say, I got it. I got it. I got it. And just throwing it into the vital right flame. Let it just all transmute. Right. If anybody listening on this call, you can help the world right now and just keep like violet flaming their garbage. Here, I got it. Free garbage disposal right here. <laughs> violet flame it. Right. Throw it into a vat of uh, violet flame. If, if that will support the universe, because you know how to energetically do that. And enough of you, just visualize it. That will energetically support it. Um, that will help get the holding pattern moving. Because you have to get to a high enough vibration where there's, you know, you're beyond that stage of the process. Because you're in the process. You know that. You're just right. every day learning how how detailed the process is that nobody understood before. Right, <laughs> and as you know, I I perceive it differently than most, which we each have our own exactly. way of looking at things. Which is why you will be able to add this piece to your daily work and support the movement of the process. Understand? Sounds good. Yes, I understand. And oh, you Perfect. were at, well. Karen was asking about ideas for uh, for a show idea. Um, I was thinking. Well, she, I know her team very well, as you know. And yes, I mean, of course, you're the wise ones. You're great, and you're part of that. But the team that she brings in, like before we begin um, one of our drama council shows. Or perhaps she could bring in uh, some of the guardians that are guiding the uh, drama council or something along that idea. You know, maybe you could work with her not during the show or something, but to put something together because there's this transitional period we are in now. So bringing her primary team, who I know, obviously, and also maybe some that are from the... uh, Galactics, or that we have not spoken to yet, that are part of the transitional period, and or the guardians that are working with with the Andromeda Council and other councils right now. Something along that idea. Mark, that sounds like a good idea for the October seventh show, the uh, Andromeda Council update. And what's coming to me on the fourteenth is to do something maybe with the wise, my wise council which is God, Jesus, Buddha, Krishna, right. Angel Michael, exactly. Archangel so, Raphael. And Metacron, don't forget him. Uh, well, no, I don't. You work with him daily. I don't. He doesn't. Okay. He's not on my my group team. Okay. Or the Elohim. Right. It might be a chance to bring the Elohim back. So thank you for that. Thank you. Um, 
but perhaps she brought in something for October 7th because I don't know I don't know what what's coming on that one so thank you for that okay let me get this last caller and I will thank you I will talk to you soon okay because we do need to schedule that pre-recording all right love and blessings to all okay namaste bye-bye 
I guess I'm still sort of searching for what feels right, you know, because when that clicks, your soul grows, you know, like you feel that. I haven't 100% felt yes. that yet, although I feel like I'm in the right path, although it doesn't make sense to my mind 100%. So, yeah, anything around that. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's um, it's similar to something that I'm going through right now. And I, you know, the whole good enough conversation and you think I got this handled and then somebody like, boom, hits that hammer, that trigger. And it's like, really, seriously, we're going back here again. We're going back here again. I know I'm good enough. Where's this coming from? Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. So I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing this answer too. Wise ones, go for it. This is all part of what we said earlier. That's what these energies are doing. They're triggering any points of sensitivity that you have. And it doesn't mean that you haven't worked on it at all. It means that instead of being a 90% trigger, it's probably down to a 10% trigger or a 5% trigger. You guys, and some of you have 50% ones left, and some of you have 90, and some of you have 70, and 30 and 40 and uh, there are different levels to everything of how they get triggered but here's the real bottom line so we want to look at this leaf that's falling now feeling the uncomfortable energy is like looking at the leaf as dead and knowing that it went really well you're going to get referrals is looking at the nourishment so you are in the process of autumning, autumnally balancing your equinox. <laughs> That's even verbiage, guys. So what we want to say is this. Here's the missing piece that will help all of you. What happens because you are your full expression and you are going out and you are doing the work what you did was you brought forth their trigger points. And mm-hmm. you always do that. Hit, like you stepped on their sore toe without knowing it was sore and knowing that you even stepped on it. So they're reacting to that sore that was brought up by your work. Peace to remember. It's not you. It's the fact that you brought it up and they have to emotionally deal with it now. So the greatest gift you can give them and yourself is similar to what we said to Mark. Send them love. Ask for the angels to help heal them and, and surround them with love. Ask for the, that all to be balanced and, and to know and, and align yourself with your I am one with all my light aspects my, and reset your intention for your work. Reset that. Every time you start to feel the uneasiness, go back to assuring yourself, setting yourself up, getting your light stable, then send them love. 
That is the way that you will stand in your strength. That is the way that you will receive nourishment from this experience. And it is the way you will send nourishment back to all of them in the experience. Mm. That's how you read balance it. Well, I guess there's two things to say to the wise ones. One is a saying, something to say, and one is like a question. One is I don't want to send light back to them because my feeling is I've already done the work. I got paid for it. That connection is done for the time being. And for me to spend energy to go send love again, I don't want to do that. So that's sort of like, you could call it a resistance, but I just, I don't want to do it. It, it feels like doing double the work. And also I'm being reminded of like, I was going through a major thing with like my parents years ago and I was doing so much like energy work around them, like surrounding them with like a pink bubble or a green bubble. And it was like so much energy for nothing. And the second part of that is that my work tends to hit on people's triggers a lot. And I know like consciously, uh, you know, logically, like I know that that's what my work is. I know it's not about me. I know that they're projecting onto me. And I, I, I know that that's also a gift for that I'm giving them because it's helping them clean up things that are not themselves, you know, parts that are wounded. So with that said, how do I continue on in a situation like that when I am, say, doing an event for several days or even just being, you know, working with clients because it, it really kind of, I, I, I'm not letting it pull me back as much as I did in the past, but it, it makes me want to like pull, pull back and sort of shrink because it's like, look what you did. And like, it's, it's sort of like a shame of this is what your work does. And at what point will it be like, again, I've been working on this for like millions of years. Like at what point is it like, I accept myself. I accept my gift. I'm proud of it. I'm not ashamed of it. And then that's reflected in other people rather than the, and I know they're saying that, Oh, that's the trigger, but like, um, you know, how does someone build a business or even popularity when you're like triggering people like left and right? So there are multiple answers to this question and the statements that are made. And it is also the reason we had Karen talk about what she did in the very beginning of the show. And yes, anybody's work right now, especially the spiritual light workers and healers that are on the planet, you're first of all walking the walk and learning how to do it for yourself, and then you're sharing that. And when you are, that is your purpose, go about it by helping someone see their trigger points and then walking away you've done the work that is 
one modality. And if you walk away and don't do anything back, it would be like going to a doctor who says, here's your condition, good luck with that, and never being able to go back to that doctor again to move through the condition. Right, but that's their responsibility to come back to me. Like the doctor's not chasing after the client saying, hey, you got triggered, let's work through that. That's like the person's coming back. Correct. However, when you're doing spiritual work, you're not only in the physical. You're dealing with every layer of the energy field. And if, in fact, you are... You are doing the work with them and then disconnecting. You're no longer a source for them. And we understand, and and this is part of the whole rebalancing act, and we're going to use this as as an example for everyone. The old paradigm of healing is you filled yourself up, you went out, and you gave that energy away. Then you have to disconnect to go back and fill yourself up again. The new balance, the new paradigm in, since 2012 is that you, you give out with your right hand and you receive with your left hand. So you are a continual flow of energy that flows through you. And when we say to send love to these people, If you get that thought of upset, that they're upset with you, just send, just it takes seconds to say thank you for surrounding them with love and then moving on with your day. Because they feel, they will feel even more powerfully now if you say, nope, I don't want anything to do. And that's like you're slamming the door shut. They're not going to come back to you. They're energetically going to feel that energy from you. But if you can constantly, when you feel their upset coming toward you, and just say, bless you, and I, you know, I wish you ease with this process. That's the energy they're going to feel and want to call you again. So be careful. You're right. You can do what you said. You can just, that's it. I did my work. They have to call me again. They will feel that in this new energy very strongly that they're cut off. So that is, that is something to be totally aware of. And we're not saying you have to sit and spend hours meditating for them. If you feel upset from anybody, and this doesn't even have to be a client. We want everybody to know if you feel it from a family member, a friend, any upset, just bless, like just pull love to the whole situation around you and them until you can feel uplifted again and then move on. It doesn't talking seconds to a minute of energy. The other person will feel it. You send a negative thought about someone out, they're feeling it. They will feel it. It's no different than the phone rings and you go, oh, and a person pops into your mind. Same thing. 
when you have a negative thought you send out towards someone, they feel it. It's that crystal clear in everything in life now. That's what this energy is bringing forth. So please be aware of what you're sending back or what you're closing off because there will be ripple effects to it. So that's what we want to offer you. It, it's, you will expand your business when you bless someone's process and wish them, you know, and surround them with love in the process, because then you're going to be that source of light. They're going to remember. It's energetically. You don't have to physically be in front of them and, and turn around and close, the, and, you know, and give them your back. Energetically, you can do that just as easily. So that's the caution we want to give to you. Yes, you can handle it both ways. We are in an energy field right now, or Earth is, that they are going to feel it. Is it? They're going to. It's like they can see you turn your back. They will feel that. Does that help you understand better? Um. I understand that. I guess that's like sort of the second part or like the the wounded part of me says, well, you know, they're projecting this stuff on me and then I have to sort of be the bigger person to like surround them with love. You know, it's like they were the ones who I felt talking about me. They were the ones who I felt, you know, like I was feeling this like shitty energy from them. So it's sort of like, I guess you have to just, you know, I had to, it's like sort of like I had to take care of my emotions and like my wounded self. It's sort of like the, it's not fair. You know, I had to take care of my wounded self. I had to like still pretend everything was okay when I felt some weird energy around a couple of them. So I had to take like, you know, exactly. Like I had to take care of all myself and now they're saying, well, just surround it with love too. And it's like, you're asking me to do double duty here. Um, Are we? Or is this the walk that is for every day? You will find your every day easier when you choose to surround everything with love. Because that's the bottom line. That's the fifth dimensional energy. Well, then the question is, is like, so if I do that, if that's the practice for every day, I guess it's sort of like, again, like, well, if I'm doing healing work on somebody, then I don't want to, you know, like, sure, everyday people, I could do that. But then if I'm doing one session for somebody, it's sort of like, you know, it's that thing of like, I'm not being paid for that. It's like that sort of fighting is coming up. But like, so if I do that, then does that mean that people, when they get triggered or that they'll get less triggered around me slash my work and that it'll be more of like an instant, because I was celebrated immediately and then it was like, you know, again, like the things came up for them and then it felt sort of weird. So will that stop then 
Um, if it's the sending love practice all the time? It will, if when you start that process, you will no longer take it personal. It's similar to what we talked about with Trisha and her daughter. She could have perceived her daughter spewing anger as her something about her. But instead she chose to see it as, oh, her daughter's releasing stuff that's happening in her life. And she's, she's trying to find her own path. So I'm going to love her through this and know that this isn't about me and it's about her finding her way. Same concept, whether it's a client, whether it's a personal friend, whether it's a child, whether it's a lover, whether it's a parent, it's the same concept. And the more that you, all of you can walk forward and choose to send love to everything that's going on, no different than when you hear about shootings. You know, the only thing that gives Karen peace, we got her to the point of, is she hears about shootings or she heard about the the hurricane every night she'd go to bed and she'd send love and she'd ask the for violet flame to, to, to dissolve the the traumatic chaotic energy of the storm really that's what fifth dimensional energy is is to stand in a field of love about everything in your life and that is the place that you're going to stay centered in peace because then you're not going to get triggered. You're going to go, oh, yeah, they're, they're processing their stuff. How do I support them through that? This is what I'm going to do. Now, if you, you know, look at the people that you trust. You, you trust us to give you information, and there's other people you trust. Why do you trust them? Do you feel negative energy back from them, or do you feel always positive energy from them. That's like, who do you want to be? What is the source you want to be? And that walk is going to, when you can stand in a walk of inner peace, then things around you, that's the eye of the storm. You won't get triggered by things around you. Because you'll be in inner peace. That is, really the walk to the fifth dimensional world. Stay in that eye, that center of peace towards everything and know that everything that's happening around you is an expression of people screaming to get to peace and love. That is what this whole ascension time is about. Thank you for bringing up this distinction so clearly because the new energies are causing you all to look at the storm and experience the storm and figure out how to get back to the balance of the eye, the center, the love, the expression of yourself. Know who you are and who you aren't. Right, so and they're when, saying. Go ahead. Well, so basically, they're saying 
what I'm doing as far as like still contacting these people is then the correct thing. Because if I was still in love, even though I can feel whatever discomfort that they're feeling, that it's still for me to act, quote, like everything's normal actually does sound like that's the way to do it. You are sending love. <laughs> I just, right. Okay. I just got some chills when you said that. Yes. So I'm already doing it. Okay. And when you feel the thoughts and it starts to make you upset, just go, oh, right. I loved all of us. This is, this is, this is going to help mm-hmm. me heal. Because when you said love out, you, you, it, you have to be in a state of love. So it's supporting you as well. Interesting. Okay. So I see how I take it personally when they, when whoever does it around my business or about me, me, me personally, I take that personally. Like it, when mm-hmm. it, yeah. And it's your inner child wanting to be good enough. You got it. You got it. And that's for everybody um, listening. When you feel that, then you're being triggered. And by loving the situation, by sending love to self and to others, by turning that leap around from being garbage to nutrients, you're going, oh, okay, my inner child needs to be hugged and their inner child needs to be hugged. Okay, got it. I'm sending love. And that brings you back to the eye of the storm. That is the equinox. And in this autumnal energy of this new phase of space in the Aquarian constellation, that is what you do to get back to balance. Well done, Jessica. Thank you. Wow, Jessica, that was perfect. We somehow lost her, and I'm not sure how that happened. So, all right. It's quarter after. We've just lost two people. Um, I'm going to close up the show because I feel like we just got the perfect balance here. Yes, we did. That brought us right back around to what this equinox and this autumnal energy that's coming in and how to get back to the balance to center the eye of the storm in all of it. Because everybody's being triggered. And when you can honor yours and theirs, you get back to the center. You get back to balance. And you're not only serving you, you're serving everything on the planet. The other person, the field of human consciousness, the earth consciousness, and all of the galactic connections that come along with that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, and you can take them out again with the balance of energy. How to equinox. How to balance in this new energy field. Thank you, wise ones, very much. This brings another perspective to it. Thank you. All right, everyone, we'll see you back. Uh, Anybody in the Pennsylvania area, I hope to see you at the Empower Holistic Light Expo in Oaks, Pennsylvania on the 29th and 30th. 
and I will be sending out a new WOW newsletter by the 30th, and we'll be back on the 7th, Mark and I, with another fascinating episode of the Andromeda Council update for all. And any ideas for the 14th, the uh, October 14th show, please email me at Karen at KarenCressman.com. All right, guys, here we go. back in two weeks. Thank you for being a part of the Awakenings family and making such a difference in this world. Goodbye for now. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.